Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Panda, the Binding Warrior Podcast. It's today's your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. Uh, so today's episode, I want to talk about something that's really on my mind, something very, very relevant to me, because if you followed us on Monday's episode, on Mindset Monday this past week, you'll know that my wife and I just brought in, uh, welcoming into the world, our second son. Um, and uh, I'm now the father of two boys, officially. And yesterday we got discharged from the hospital and it's been a whirlwind of just, you know, kind of getting used to the, the, uh, the new addition to the family, getting used to feeding and doing all the stuff that we did four and a half years ago with our first son. And, uh, you know, getting used to the diaper changes and the, the sleep deprivation, all that stuff. But it's great. And we're feeling super blessed. And um, I'm looking at my eldest son and my youngest son interacting now. My, uh, my eldest son couldn't be happier to be an older brother, Akuya. And... He's in a position where he feels the sense of what real brotherhood is. And I'm looking at these two boys and I'm realizing what I want to instill in them. Because I've been a martial arts teacher pretty much my entire teenage and adult life. But there's nothing like raising two boys. There just isn't. And I think in this era where uh, topics such as Asians and Asian American safety and anti-racism is kind of all the rage now, I think it's important for us to know how we want to raise our boys. How do we want to raise Asian American boys? And I know that there may be other, you know, podcasts and websites and blogs out there regarding this particular topic, but none of them really touch upon the nuance and the the unique nature of raising Asian American boys. Because for as long as Asians have been in the United States of America, 90% of the time we've gotten the the short end of the stick, meaning that we were often viewed as either nerdy or socially awkward, effeminate and weak, or on the other side of the spectrum, we were viewed as criminal or thugs or nefarious. And in this podcast, I kind of want to bring back to light what I believe an Asian American man should be and the values that I want to instill in my Asian American boys, my Filipino American boys. And these are values that I want to sell in them early on so that when they grow up to be men, because they will be men someday and they'll have wives and children of their own. I want them to be assets to the world and not liabilities. So here's some of the things I want to instill in my boys. So the first thing I really want to instill in my boys is the notion and the belief that it's important to be physical. It's important to be physically capable. And this is where a lot of Asian parents drop the ball. Um, I remember when I was living in Thailand for about two or three years in high school, I actually went there for my freshman and sophomore year of high school. I went to an international school. It was an American international school, but I had obviously a lot of Asian uh, classmates from different parts of Asia, Japan, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Thailand, of course, the Philippines, you name it. And I remember a few times during my high school you know, uh, I guess you could say career, I guess you could say there in my freshman and sophomore year, I was really into fitness training and martial arts training. And I had this reputation in the school for being really into this kind of, you can kind of see where it was leading now <laughs> to where I'm at now. Right. And I remember the other kids in the school didn't understand my obsession with it. They didn't understand why, because in Asian culture, physicality isn't a virtue, right? In many parts of, say, you know, Korean and Chinese culture and Japanese culture, having good health is an issue, is, 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 a, is a virtue. It's a good thing to possess and it's a good thing to, to strive for. But the idea of being physically strong and tough is not. Because in their eyes, it was more important to be wealthy and more important to be monetarily successful and well-educated. And by the way, for the record, there's nothing wrong with being monetarily successful and well-educated. I want my sons to be very monetarily successful as well as well-educated. However, we need to embrace the core masculine virtue of physical capability and physical strength. 
And again, this is where a lot of Asian parents drop the ball because they instill in their parents. Unfortunately, my parents were not exactly like this, but I know a lot of Asian kids, Filipino and otherwise, their parents were very much about the grades in school growing up. And as long as you had good grades growing up, you were fine, right? They didn't care what you were doing outside of the school or outside of the house. As long as you're getting A's, you were okay. That's all they cared about. And grades in itself became virtue. And I think this is a huge mistake because grades don't make you a man. Getting good grades doesn't make you a man. Getting into a good college doesn't make you a man. Having a successful career doesn't even make you a man. Even if you're providing for your family, it doesn't necessarily make you a man. Because I know a lot of very successful Asian American, Filipino American men who are monetarily successful, very well educated. And I don't think I would necessarily call them masculine men. They're very successful men, physically successful men. But when it comes to the core virtues of physical toughness and grit, emotional and mental fortitude, they severely lack in this area. So the first thing I teach my sons is physical toughness, physical fitness, physical strength and capability. We are physical creatures. We live in a physical world. And what we do with our bodies resonates and translates to our mind and our souls. And right now, for instance, my son, anyone who knows how I raise my son, I'm not a drill sergeant. A lot of people think I'm training him like this Kung Fu master training his son all the time. I am training my son. He just doesn't realize he's being trained. And one of the things I do is I sneak in exercises, martial arts and fitness exercises into his day as a means of play, but also as a means for him to earn certain things. So he wants to watch a YouTube video or a cartoon or something like that. He has to knock out at least 20 squats to do it. Or he has to knock out some rounds of Atienzakali knife tapping against a dull knife, of course. Um, he has to knock out several deflections with a stick or a trading sword. He has to be able to do a bear crawl, three laps of a bear crawl around the house before he can earn a show or maybe a cookie or something he wants, right? And the reason I do this is because I need to show him the basic lesson that if you toughen your body and you work hard physically, it translates to earning other things in life. Right now, obviously, I can't pay my bills with bear crawls and push-ups, but what I can do is teach him that if my body is healthy and strong, I can eventually translate that to get what I want. Right? If you look at the most successful people on the planet, they tend to also be very physically fit. Right? It's not a coincidence. Like I'm a huge fan of Ed Milet. He's one of the wealthiest men in America. He's neighbors with Tony Robbins and other billionaires. He's a motivational speaker, an author, a very brilliant and kind man, from what I understand. That guy is fit. Just type in Ed Milet and you'll see what I'm talking about. And that guy works out every single day. So I think it's important to instill in my sons that if you want to be mentally and spiritually tough, you have to start with your body first. Because if we want to be tough mentally and spiritually, by doing hard physical exercise and doing it consistently, we are able to toughen the other areas of our mind and our soul. Right? And anybody who has done a hard workout consistently and lost weight and gone on that journey knows how mentally and spiritually demanding and rewarding it actually is. So I think it's really important to break that down and note that. Okay, second thing I would want to instill in them is a sense of social awareness and capability. And the reason I say this is because a lot of Asian American parents or Asian parents in general, I'm talking about the first generation that traveled here and immigrated to this country, they were really focused on the grade part. And I've seen this time and time again growing up. I saw so many kids who are focused on their grades, their grades, their grades, their reputation in the church, their reputation in school, that they weren't really focusing on their social knowledge, their ability to properly network, the ability to properly and coherently communicate. Um, 
I actually had this one friend who is uh, Jewish in uh, his ethnicity, uh, born and raised in America, and he told me that his uh, his brother-in-law, who is a Filipino, he said, I don't understand why he's so socially awkward. Like, his parents just push grades on him, and he's not actually able to communicate. He's so awkward. He's rude. And, and I told him, dude, I get it. I know that you're not being racist. Like, I get what you're saying. <laughs> Because I've seen this in my own life. I've seen this with people in my own family. I've seen this with people in my community. We get so focused on the external in the Asian American community that we fail to recognize the ability, the simple ability to communicate, to have presence and confidence. And Asian American men have it really have a really bad reputation for being socially awkward. And there's good reason for this because again, we're so focused on the intellectual and the academic, we don't know how to interact with other people, right? And I know a lot of people might get mad at that, but it's true. I'm speaking as an Asian American man. Very few Asian American men have poise, have confidence, have presence, have influence in a room. They tend to be very uh, dull in their personality or they're very socially awkward in their speech or the way they interact with other people. They lack a sense of presence, right? And charisma and confidence. And I want my sons to develop that. Now, I'm not saying they have to be manipulative or they have to be the most popular guy in school with all the friends. I'm not saying that, but I want my sons to be able to, for instance, look a man in the eye and shake their hand, right? Especially an elder man, right? And look at them in the eye with confidence and presence. I want them to be able to interact with a female and talk to them as a gentleman with confidence and poise and not looking at the ground or having to text them or be awkward about it. I want my sons to have this. And again, this is something I feel a lot of Asian American men lack today. And this is something I want to instill in my sons. So the second thing would be social knowledge and capability. And the third, probably most important thing of the three would be a sense of faith. Now, I am a practicing Catholic. I'm not very good at it, (laughs) but I'm a practicing Catholic. I put the word practicing to make that clear, it's a practice, right? It's not a, it's not a destination. And I am very, very much a spiritual person. Um, and I'm very in touch with the concept of faith and God. And anyone who knows me or follows me knows that. I'm not shy about that. And I'm not here to proselytize. What I am here to say is that I need my sons to recognize that there is a God that created them, that loves them. And because of that, They have a deeper purpose and a strict moral code that they need to follow on this earth. We live in an era of relativism where every, every opinion is equally fine as long as it doesn't offend you, right? And that's simply not true. I need my sons to be men of conviction, spiritual, emotional, moral, mental conviction, that when someone tells them that something wrong is something right, they don't budge. They know right from wrong and they live by that. And they're willing to suffer the consequences for doing the right thing right and this is something that i believe is very unique in the catholic and christian faith a lot of people knock it frankly i have my issues with it too i have my issues with the church i do but i will say that it provides a steady ground and when followed properly it gives us a moral backbone that my sons can follow and because of this sense of faith i think this is really important i really want my sons to have a sense of faith and a sense of something greater themselves than themselves. Because with a firm moral backbone and with a firm spiritual grounding, they will recognize that every action and every decision they make is not in the name of themselves, but in the name of something greater. It's in the name of something higher than themselves. And this is something I feel is really lacking because so many Asian Americans, Filipino Americans have quote unquote become woke. And frankly, they've become their own gods. They worship what they believe. They worship what they think is the truth and what they think is correct. And the problem with this is that 
it's very easy to get caught up in your own ego. And the one thing that having a firm faith has had for me, it's kept me on the right path. It's kept me away from the wrong people. It's kept me away from the wrong situations. It's forced me to overcome the lowest parts of myself. And I think this is so important. Now, I have said this in the past, and I do still hold this to be true, that there's a lot of Asian American guys that uh, virtue signal through their faith. They, they, uh, they talk a big game. They have a really good reputation in the, uh, the church community or maybe the faith community they're in. But they're not really men. And that's why we have to come full circle back to point one and then to point two and back to point three. It's not enough to just have one of these three aspects, these three principles. It's important to have all three of them. It's kind of like a tripod, right? Like if you have a tripod and you know you have two of the legs are working, but one of them's kind of weak, it can't stand, right? You need to make sure all three of them are strong and in harmony with one another. I think it's important, for instance, that my kids are, my boys specifically, are men of character and men of moral and spiritual integrity in their faith and in turn when they see someone getting assaulted or violently attacked they are physically capable again point one principle one they are physically capable of protecting that individual and protecting themselves right because it would be really much of a shame to be a consider yourself a, a very moral person of faith or a very intellectual person and socially capable person even and yet not be able to be physically capable of protecting a loved one or an innocent person should the need arise. Okay, see, so you guys can kind of see where I'm coming in with the harmony thing of these three. They're not isolated. They're not built into a vacuum. They all work upon each other. And I think it's important to go through these three steps with my boys because, again, I don't want them to grow up to just be good in their jobs. I want them to be good in their jobs, but I want them to be good in every aspect. I want them to live full, loving righteous, beautiful lives. I want them to be men of influence. I want them to be capable, compassionate, and I want them to be courageous. I want them to be able to love a woman and show a woman what a gentleman is, as well as be able to protect that woman should she be in danger. I want them to have the ability to know how to speak to said woman confidently upon introducing themselves. And again, these are just principles I want to share with my sons. If they had left anything out, feel free to let me know. Uh, But I hope this podcast inspired you. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.